she comes running up to her and she says, help me, help me, help me. I'm Jamie Kloss. Call 911 right now. Oh, my goodness. Welcome and bienvenue. Welcome. I don't know the rest of the words, so welcome to Talk Better to Me. All right, that's the one I'll use. It's Thursday, Thursday on this recording night my, to be released on Taco Tuesday. My ice is melted. That happens. Would mm. you like this one instead? Yeah, it's got more ice in it. Did but you, you can't chew on did it. Did you roofie this? Yes. Okay, good. Because she was planning on roofing herself later. Or did she know you would <laughs> ask for that one all along? That one has more whiskey in it, accidentally. So pick your poison, ice or whiskey. That one does not have more whiskey in it. The one that the ice is more melted should theoretically have more whiskey because whiskey melts the ice faster than the Coke. Um, I don't think that's correct. I think you whiskey just like totally a, pulled that out of your ass. Whiskey has a lower boiling point than Coke. Oh my God, you're so full of shit. That makes no difference. <laughs> you know what really matters is what the temperature of the liquid was and if that's going to melt it. Well, he. I mean, to be fair, like when you put... When you put liquor, hard liquor, in the freezer, it doesn't freeze, but water does. True. Anyway, thanks for this week's science lesson. So, um, what, along. this is what the Beatles drink? Yes. Yeah, so, we're rum and coke. Tonight, no, it's not rum and coke. It's, <laughs> it's whiskey. Whiskey and coke. And since we didn't have scotch, it's Irish whiskey, which is probably better anyway. I thought they were more sophisticated than this. This is what you find. This is when well, they, this is when they couldn't afford anything. Yeah, else. it was from their early, one of their favorite, when they were early days. Also, um, one of John Lennon's favorite cocktails was called the Brandy Alexander, which mm-hmm. is a mix of brandy and Alexander. heavy cream. Yeah, <laughs> so we couldn't do that one because it had heavy cream. Yeah. In it. We didn't want a repeat of the last drink with heavy cream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what would be a cool idea for a podcast? What? If we, okay, so let's say one episode. You tell us everything you know about the Beatles, and through the years, we drink the different drinks that they like. When they first started, we're drinking this, and then as they got more and more, if we knew all their drinks, yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, can we afford what they <laughs> start? You know, like, hey, we'll, we'll do when a, they became incredibly famous, we'll do a rap became, episode oh, you know, where we're drinking like Patron Tom, and then like sipping Tom on Lean, <laughs> sipping on Codeine. <laughs> Uh, um, I mean, also, we had all the ingredients for this, so that made it. That is correct. Yeah. I mean, it, it works. It works. The hint was let it be, by the way. Let it be. Specifically, it be. the Beatles. Let it be. Let it be. Whisper words of wisdom. Let it be. Did you know that the <laughs> Let It Be album, um, they did. They did, um, I don't, uh, uh, uh. hold on. Get your fact right. Get your Beatles trivia correct. Moving on. No. Okay. So the Beatles stopped recording after their 1966 concert at Shea Stadium. No. Candlestick Park. No. Candlestick Park, I think, was their last performance on their tour. As a as a group, as a tour, but their final performance, they did not tour. They did not perform together out, like, they did not perform for people as a group after that last concert until the famous recording on top of the 
recording studio on Abbey Road. Hmm. Which they performed songs from this album, Let It Be. I don't know anything about the Beatles. That's a shame. I'm an American. Anyway, so we're drinking. Was, was there a name to it? It was just the, the most the, popular. The Beetle Pop. The Beetle Cocktail is the name of it. The Beetle Cocktail. Um, we do have some members to shout out on Patreon. Welcome, Annie, to Patreon. And there was another uh, Patreon subscriber who um, we may or may not have shouted out. I know, uh, Becca, you had listened for your shout out, but you couldn't, didn't know where it was. I don't know if that was an episode that maybe John accidentally cut it or what, but Becca from Montana, Montana. we wanted to make sure that you heard your special shout out too. We so appreciate you and, um, and your story requests. So I was reading um, last, was it last night or the night before? that I pointed this out to you. So I was reading this book um, and I'm, I I like to read. So I maybe read every night. Um, And right now I'm just on a kick of reading like, you know, stories that are not like, you know, heavy. They're like light reading, Mm -hmm. you know, easy to read. So Emily Giffen, if you guys read like, or saw the movie, something borrowed. Mm -hmm. um, She's the author of that. Okay. So I was reading this one book and she, um, so there's this girl who knows she's adopted and she goes to go find her birth mother when she turns 18. So there is this little segment that's relevant to this podcast that I'm going to read to you guys. Um, I took a bus, she says, as I noticed a complete lack of accent. At least there's nothing in her voice that I can detect or trace to a particular geography. Greyhound. Oh, I say, horrified, remembering the story of the man who decapitated his seat <laughs> on a Greyhound bus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. So we did a Patreon episode that was yes. covering that murder. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was I bet wild. you can't remember his name. <sighs> I can't. He was It starts with Asian. a B. Vince Lee. Yeah. Damn, you're good. You've got a good memory. Well, that, uh, a B kind of. I would not have known. I thought it was yeah. like, I thought it was a very Asian first name. So guys, if you are in our Patreon and you haven't listened to that one, it's called this is why I never ride the bus. It talks about this guy named Vince Lee. He's a Chinese immigrant that came to Canada and literally beheaded somebody on a Greyhound. Yeah, that was good. The really ironic thing about it is during that time, Greyhound launched a multi-million dollar marketing campaign before this happened <laughs> that said, that, and I have a picture, like one of the Greyhound executives tearing down the one of the marketing posters but it said you never heard of bus rage (laughs) (laughs) and he's like tearing down the poster oh my god (laughs) this guy beheaded he he beheaded and then like ate some of the it was he well he was like dangling the head in front of the cuss like the other passengers like like a fucking barbarian and you know canada if we got any fans from canada we guys love you but you guys have serious problems up there because this um, guy's walking free right yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's an issue. I'd have an issue with that. Yeah. Um, I also have some news for you guys. So Ooh. I know how much you love to catch a predator. Yes. So I have some bad news for you, Nicole. I did see this, um, but the, John, I'm sure hasn't. No, what is it? Chris Hansen. Chris Hansen was arrested. He's my man. He's arrested. Yeah, for writing bad checks. Over. <laughs> Almost $13,000 worth. How much? $13,000. Damn, that's like nothing. Wait, so he's broke? 
Maybe. Apparently. You know, he owns True Crime Daily, which wow. is like, I don't know if he owns he would, it or if he's he just hosts, a reporter. He hosts it. Maybe yeah. he just, you know, accidentally took it from his wrong checking account. I know. I don't I know. I can just picture the, the cops like, why don't you have a seat over there? <laughs> why don't you have a seat on that stool, Chris? <laughs> That's you, my favorite you know show. Here? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Shall we take some shots? Yes. Surprise shots. Surprise shots. We don't know what they are because they're a surprise. Ugh. That tastes like cough syrup. Ugh. That tastes like cough syrup. Ugh. I didn't think it was that bad. Ugh. Oh, it tastes like Rob- did we just take shots of Robitussin? No. <laughs> Uh, wow. DM, remember? <laughs> yes. yes. What yes, was that yes. one story? To um, DM. Uh, you never. That's for a just. Oh yeah, yeah, one yeah. Episode. You haven't posted that one. I haven't posted that one. I'm gonna post it on the forum. We have a forum now. Ooh, you should post on it on iTunes. Yeah. Ooh, pretty sick. I think you should post it on iTunes. That's our, as the first episode. Oh, was it? The, was it raspberry liqueur? Mm-hmm. With like the like the pucker, the raspberry pucker. It was. Apple sour apple pucker and um Chambord. Oh, I didn't like that. I liked it. I re- you know what I really liked those amaretto sour. Shooters. Oh, I drink those like like if I go out to a bar, I'll mm. order that. So good. If I'm not drinking tequila, so good. Yeah, you guys are going to love the new forum. Seriously, we're going to have like open case files and everything else. It's going to be bad apples. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Jen, where are we going tonight, and who are we murdering? Um, I'm going to say Liverpool, and maybe hmm. someone gets killed, like, in some type of conspiracy case. Are we covering the conspiracy about how Paul McCartney is actually dead and the Beatles replaced him? All right, wait. <laughs> is that a real conspiracy? Yes, it okay? is. Look it up. Wait, what is it? The conspiracy is that Paul McCartney died in a car accident, and they re- replaced him with a Paul McCartney lookalike who won a contest. And that's why, like, they say his voice changed. And his voice didn't change. It's a conspiracy. It's not a, a real. It's just a theory. Okay? Unless it is real. That can be one of the conspiracies that you cover in your conspiracy. Yeah, podcast. I'll do a conspiracy. Conspiracy. Yes, I, and he totally like behind that. Basically, will try to convince us of the yeah. conspiracy. For instance, like, are we living in a simulation? I can like give you like The Sims. I've thought that before. Yeah, I can give you like. Some facts that are so How can compelling. I, what's the cheat code to get more simoleons in that load. case? Oh. Mother load four. No, I mean in, I mean in this simulated oh. life. You, uh, the, yeah, that'd Second be funny life. if there was a cheat. Wouldn't that be fucking amazing? One like, of yeah, but the only on the... Instagram, I think, is a Second Life blogger. Remember we were watching that Second Life? Yeah, yeah. that's why I brought it true, up. Was that like, it was it a was documentary. Like yeah, I had, to, I had to leave during the middle of it. I had to go that's to work. But. You know, um, all right, so I had a buddy in high school that his wife was obsessed with the sims you know the computer sims oh game. i used to play it all the time when and i was in high school here's what he would do when she go when she went to work one day he put in this cheat code that he found that made anything someone picks up so let's say like the wife is in home and she picks up a wine glass or a book to read anything that's picked up by a character any character automatically turned into a dildo yeah <laughs> 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 So, so, like, he was telling me, like, 
like the the Sims, yeah. like they had a little son, and the son went to play with the dog, and he picked up the dog, and it turned into a tilde, <laughs> like flopping around, like. Oh my God. <laughs> That's awesome. But what if we are like? What if we are Sims? That's what Elon Musk Just thinks. Tell me what the che- where the cheat codes are, man. There's it would make a sense. very compelling. You argument think it makes sense? Yeah, I mean, like everyone in my family is thin, and I'm like the one Sim they fuck with to make like. No, no, they wouldn't know if we're in a simulation. No one exactly. On this she would thinks know. that a creator is fucking with her. Yeah, I wonder <laughs> if he knows we're doing this podcast. <laughs> What's scary about that shit is they can just pull the plug. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> One day you guys like spontaneously combust in the, in the kitchen. No, it's not. It, we would just go black. Everything would go black. If he pulls the plug, it's like a video game. It just goes black. Oh, I was talking about like. Uh, in the. in the, I don't know. Never mind. Jen, or like there's a pool in the backyard suddenly. And I'm like, oh, cool, a pool. And I go in and the ladder disappears. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the creator is just fucking with you, like yeah. hiding your shit. Maybe you took your car keys. That's probably what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> and the train plug. <laughs> uh, as you guys saw yesterday, I got a whole bunch of mail. Yes. Shit. Yeah, you got a lot. It was like a second Christmas for me. First of all, John was worried that you were going to buy a dog when he saw <laughs> yeah, all, all these the chewy, chewy packages. Stuff. I was like, oh, he my. was like, uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> you guys thought I actually got that dog? Yeah, yeah you had two big ass chewy packages. And and I was like, look at the return label. It's not from Chewy. It's I did not go mom. through it. I was just, I just said. Would I you was... guys be mad if I did get that? Yes, dog? Yes, Jen, because I'd be taking care of it. No, you wouldn't. I would walk Jen, it in the you're morning. You're never even freaking here. I would walk it in the morning and feed it, you, and then feed it. No, I'm not going to let a dog get. Just be prepared if you bring a dog into the house, John will. No, you can't bring a dog in the house. Like it has to be a female. If you brought a dog, it has it to can't be a, be a female. female. It has to be a male. Stella. Is, no, it has to be. Stella a female. is too no. dominant. Guys, I've already researched this. It cannot be a male because Hubble will fight it. I was really upset because I really wanted that dog because he looked so much like Jake and his name was Jake and it was just like too much. And then, then I stepped back and thought about it. I was like, I can't get a dog. Like, I can't. I don't. It would also be too it. weird. You'd probably, you'd yeah, just think just like get upset. he's reincarnated. And what if he had like a terrible person? Not that he would. But you yeah, know what I mean? that's true. Pet names get, I think, are, should be retired after you use them. I agree. I agree. And I normally would say yes. Like, but like, like, I wouldn't intentionally name another dog jake right but, but the fact that his name was jake was just yes. kind of like oh my gosh anyway moving on um so i got a whole bunch of packages in the mail yeah. yesterday because um it's all the stuff that i couldn't fit in my suitcase oh. <laughs> plus so what, from, what, from, from thanksgiving and christmas so oh and also my brady jersey came in nice. which i was really really concerned that it was going to be a scam because like i paid 40 bucks and i was looking at it after i was like there's no way that this can be real it's not real, but she did a damn good job. It's like a game-worn jersey. It's like, it, like you can't even tell. Maybe it is real. I don't know, but it's like the stitched one and everything. I would highly how suggest... Even, how do you know it's not real? I don't. That's the point. Yeah, I would say it's probably real if the tags were on it. Well, anyway, it's like I paid... I thought it was just going to be like the screen-printed one, and it's like stitched and everything. It's so nice, and I only paid 40 bucks for it, so I would highly recommend, highly recommend going through there. She had like a whole bunch of them, number one. Number two, I got my Apple decals in the mail. Um, because nice. you can't see the Apple on my Mac case because the the new ones don't light up. So I got the original Mac, like the diff, multicolored one, because I thought that was kind of retro and cool. And <clears throat> and then so in my Christmas, 
boxes. I got like my sweaters and a couple of like articles of clothing and this cool sign that my mm-hmm. G little mm-hmm. sent me. Well, she didn't send it. She gave it to me. Um, she made it actually. She painted oh. the thing and she put the decal on there. She did an excellent job and I love it. That's cool. So G that is sitting in our recording studio. I'll send you a picture. Um, and also I got a new Sherpa blanket. So now I have two Sherpa blankets and they're so soft and wonderful. There you go. So you said, what, what did you say, Jen? Um, it happens in Liverpool. Yeah, it happens in Liverpool, and I think, like, maybe it's a Beatles fan who is either the murderer or someone who gets murdered. I think, let's see, you're very specific when you said the hint that it was, let it be the Beatles. Like, you were very specific there. No, no, I, yeah, it is, but I, I did that. To throw off the scent. No, I I did that because I wanted Jen to be like, oh my God, thank you so much. I had such a bad day, but I needed this. And then she didn't even say anything. So that's what happened. Thanks, John. I really needed this. I think, um, I think a murder happens in a college dorm in 1965. Oh, I'm going to say 68. I didn't give a year. And I think the... One of the victims had the Let It Be album on the record player. Ooh, that's, ooh, I like that. Jen, I'm giving you permission to sing Let It Be anytime you want tonight. I already sang it. Thank you. You're welcome. I want to say. Can I sing any song from Let It Be album or can it only be Let It Be the song? It can only be song. Well, I already sang that. You should have Uh. asked. You should have just done and asked for forgiveness later, Jen. So, guys, to see the whole timeline of the case we're going to talk about tonight. Because you're going to want to see it. Oh, uh, speaking of, Shelby, your comment about, um, what was the guy's name? Bob Bordella's penis being bitten off. Did you see her comment? Yes. I was at work and I like took a sip of my water and I almost spit it out <laughs> of my computer. It made me laugh. She, she said, at what point, after how many times does the tip of the penis get bitten off? Do you just say, meh, well, let's just leave it. <laughs> well, the doctor said there's probably no feeling there anymore it's just yeah. like a <laughs> it's weird just, just a little tip. you know what he should have did he should have just got it where it has like a quick disconnect and a quick attachment so he can just or maybe like a like a threaded... hose nozzle yeah hose nozzle so you can just thread it back on <laughs> twist it, twist it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you, when you can adjust yeah. if it's like super soaker and then or... when someone tries to bite it oh off he God, just super soaker <laughs> Yeah, we just squeeze the balls really hard, and then the pressure, the pressure. Reminds me of like those pump it up sneakers. And this is why we have the parental advisory. Yeah, yeah. This is why Columbine. Yeah, isn't that sad? It is. This is why Apple threw that label on us. That's right. That's fine. So I've been really interested in some of the cases lately. So we're doing another. In the news case. All right. Current new developments. about the year. New developments just came in. And um, yeah, so let's get started. You guys may have heard about this. Okay. You have. Don't say anything. But we're going to October 15th, 2018. Has anybody ever been to Wisconsin? No. 
but I've guessed it several times during the podcast. You have. Oh, man, you should have used that one on here. Well, you deceived me. <laughs> and also, we've now officially uh, only given Jen one guess. Yeah. So. I've been good. Yeah, I know. It has been. Yeah, you have been a lot yeah. better. It was October 15th, 2018. We're in Wisconsin. We're in the rural area. We're out in the boons, the boonies, the sticks. Mm -hmm. Okay. 12.53 a.m. Oh, that's still very specific. (laughs) (laughs) A 911 call comes in. Okay. Now, we don't have the call because it wasn't public. But even if I was to play it, you guys wouldn't even hear anything because the dispatcher couldn't even make contact with whoever was on the line. And all she heard was a lot of yelling in the background. Hmm. And what she thinks she heard was somebody screaming, help, help. But it was so faint that she couldn't really tell. Mm -hmm. The deputies respond to 1271 U.S. 8 highway. So it's right off the highway. Highway 8, mm-hmm. Barron, Wisconsin. Barron is a very small town. Is Barron Barron? Barron is a B-A-R-R-O-N, and I'm going to show you the street view right now. This is a small city of about 3,500 people. Now, this is, uh, so I'm going to zoom out. This is Barron right here. You see? Wow. Yeah. So right now I'm showing them the street view of Bear. And if you go to uh, Talk Murder, you can see that or our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Talk Murder. So this is 3,500 people or less. This says right here, Barron is a city in Barron County in the U.S. state of Wisconsin. The population was 3,423 in the 2010 census. So what I'm trying to say is, and I want you guys to keep in mind, where the officers responded to was literally here in the middle of nowhere. I mean, the home is covered by trees and you can't even see. And look, mm. oh, you know wow. what I'm saying? There's like, nothing like, there. Looks like it would have been the only house around. Exactly. But it does look like there might be some houses. Also yeah, they're spread houses. Yeah, they're just t- very tucked in. I read one quote from the story that said the house wasn't. I guess they use the word a stone throws away. Mm. So the houses are pretty spread out. Mm-hmm. I, I want you to keep in mind because that's going to become important. Okay. Nobody else could hear the screams. So the deputies were dispatched. Mm-hmm. Literally 1253. The call, the 911 call was lost in under a minute. Okay. Now the deputies, there was three deputies dispatched. They each had their own car. Now, one of them noted that on the way to the residence, which was only three minutes away, mm-hmm. keep that in mind. It was literally. It's quick. Yeah. I mean, literally right there on the way, an oncoming car yields to them so mm-hmm. they can go. They had their lights, sirens and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he put that in his mind. It was a maroon colored vehicle, a forward tourist looking mm. vehicle. Mm. So out in the middle of the boonies. And there's a car at one o'clock in the morning and he and the detective or the the deputy, the deputy made a mental note because I want to ask this later. Like, should with three cop cars, should he have followed that car? 
But we'll ask that later. Well, you didn't even know what happened at yeah, exactly during the call. So exactly, but there was no one. If there <clears> was someone on the road, before. they probably shouldn't have been there because this is in the middle of nowhere, and it's at one in the morning. Well, they could have just been I, driving down. I know, the road. I know, I know. I'm just just keep that in your mind. I'm going to be reading from the actual uh, the circuit court state of Wisconsin uh, criminal complaint sheet, which I don't think I'm supposed to have. I kind of found it on one of these obscure forums. Hmm. Cool. The judge as of now wants everything to be hush-hush, but I got the full report of everything that happened. <laughs> so we, All right. we are probably the only podcast with literally uh, the, the right, right... Let's hear it. The right. And I'm not... I, I honestly don't think I'm supposed to have is this. Is this stuff in the news, too? No, like, this is not details? in the news. Oh, These wow. details are not in the news. But this comes from the state of Wisconsin. Cool. Just if you just look a little harder, these people would find it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, cool. You got to be savvy with it. Mm. You know, break into well, people's services. What does it services. say? What does it say? Okay. Well, I'm just let me just go through it now. The deputies respond. Three minutes. Boom! They're at the house now. Well, for like a tiny. Well, I guess. I guess the town is tiny, but like it looked like, like a long stretch of like things not being this is the house i'm putting the house on the uh, talk murder post for our taco supremo so go there and check that out and i'm also putting it on the patreon page so this is the house they responded to Mm -hmm. um so it was way back in the back you know and the detectives all three of them go up there and they have no idea what's going on all they know is that 911 call they didn't hear any gunshots or anything they just heard somebody yelling so it could have been a domestic abuse Mm -hmm. case or whatever yeah they start walking around the residence because they don't want to go up to the front door. They want to make sure all their bases are covered and, and make sure no one's outside, you know, with a rifle waiting for them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They, they were very protective and very cautious with it, which I, I think is fabulous. One of the deputies, Deputy Presley, tells his subordinate, Deputy Sedani, uh, Sedani, we'll just call them all deputies. One of the deputies instructs his other one, to go to the front door and to make contact with whatever's going on, knock on the door, whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, when they were walking around the house, they noticed only one light that was on. It was like in the upstairs. So he knew someone was probably awake. Mm-hmm. The deputy goes to the front door and he's got his flashlight out and he's very cautious because he's got this feeling that something ain't right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they get that feeling. He goes up to the front door. He's got his flashlight out. He's shining it in. He's trying to shine it in the front door. Now, they have a glass door, kind of like what we have. Mm-hmm. Wait, is ours, ours is a screen. So they have a wooden door. Yeah. But then there's a storm glass door. Okay. You know, that yep. on the outside yeah, yeah. or whatever. That storm glass door was all fogged up, like condensation or whatever, oh. all that stuff. It's completely fogged. So he tries to shine his flashlight in there. And you can't get anything. The light won't even go through. The light is like getting blocked by all the fog, hmm. you know. And it's probably cold out there, too. Yeah. I'm sure, like, I mean, we live in the freaking south. Ours don't fog up, but. And so, but you know. It has been chilly. It has. Yeah. It was like in the 30s earlier. Yeah, I know. So he's shining through. And he's trying to shine it through the window, and he's not seeing anything. So he really cautiously walks up to that storm door and pulls it open with his flashlight and he sees the wooden door isn't even closed. It's open. 
It's mm-hmm. ajar. I wanted huh. to throw that in there. I love that word. Yeah, ajar. The wooden door is ajar. What kind of jar? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you guys are good. Yeah. The wooden door is ajar. Uh-huh. And he's like, what the hell? You know? I mean, this isn't right. So he, like, has his flashlight. He's trying to see through it. And then he, he like, tries to open it, but it's kind of stuck. And he, huh. like, points his flashlight down. And now he sees why. Because there are two legs obstructing <gasps> oh, the door. No. The door, the wooden door is open because there's two legs stick, sticking out of it that won't let someone physically close the door. Oh, my goodness. So... He immediately jumps back. He's like, whoa, like, what the shit? Are they human legs or, like, dog legs? They're human legs, Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm glad that there was no dog harmed in this filming of this I, I would, Yeah, I would like to point out there was a dog in this house, but there was no dog harmed in the in the recording of this episode, like Jen said. Yeah. Good. So, the dog Molly is completely safe. Good. Yeah. No cats harmed either? They didn't have a cat. Okay. You're good, Julie. Yeah, Julie. We've got a lot of cat fans. Yeah, we do. Yeah. And Grace. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no dogs or cats harmed. Good. Okay. So he shines like he sees those legs. He steps back. He's like, whoa. And then he's like, oh, my God, there's a victim. So he opens the door. He actually has to push it open like hard, like almost like break it down. And then he shines the flashlight down at the person lying on the floor. And if you want to, re- and the person, his name was, because you're going to say his name, Nicole, but his name was James Kloss. Say my name, say my name, when no one is around you, say baby I love you, if you ain't running games, say my name, say my name, you acting kind of crazy, and calling am I wrong? Uh, I thought it was shady. It probably is. I've had a long day. Nicole, will you please read this? This is from the statement that I don't think we're supposed to have. <laughs> well, it's a 12-page report. Hey, if you found it, a reporter well, Watch, it's it, going to so. get leaked into the Wisconsin news, and the source is going to be sources from talk the podcast. Talk murder to me. Because <laughs> <laughs> even that's how, even that's the, how we're going to get our break. The last press conference, the uh, the sheriff was up there, the one they just gave, and, and the reporters were asking him information. And he's like, I can't tell you that. And I'm like looking at the <laughs> answers. I'm like, oh, shit. Deputies observed that James was deceased. He had significant trauma to his face and head. There was blood and brain splattering into the west wall directly behind the wooden entrance door. Detective Jeff Nelson with Barron County Sheriff's Department reports that, based on his training and experience, the head and face trauma to James appeared to be that of a gunshot wound. Yeah. So, gunshot wound. Not good. Hmm. I'm surprised that it's actually a, a male victim. Yeah, it's a male mm. victim. I thought this was going to be a female victim for some reason. I thought it was going to be a domestic dispute case. Yeah. Deputy Sidani, the one that found the body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like almost rhymes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> We're laughing at very strange things. I'm tired. It's been a long week. I, I can't wait to sleep in tomorrow. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. All right, so Sidani, this is the worst night of his career. Oh, no. He just finds his body. Yeah. Now, he goes into the house. Well, first. Why? Did he know them? No, he didn't know them. But first, he calls out, anyone there, like, come out right now. Because, I mean, the perp. Perp. You love that word. (laughs) I know. 
the perp may still be in the house. True. The killer. Or right. he could have just driven down the road in a maroon car. True. Yeah. So he goes in the house and he's he's like clear in the house, like pointing his flashlight and his gun, just like they do on TV. Like, yeah, you know, scared. scary to ever have to do. Yeah. yeah. It. It's not that bad. When I took. If you know, if you know which rooms to clear first, it's fine. Well, yeah. Like, a, you don't just go in there without having any training. But like, did I ever tell you guys before I be, was decided I was going to be a school counselor when I went to take the career test, like the two careers that the the career specialists told me I would be best at were either a school counselor or a cop. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. I been a cop. You know what they told me? Could have been a cop. Yeah. You know what they told me? What they said either there's two things you would be good at. So pick either one. Um, be in the military or be a male go-go dancer. <laughs> so obviously I picked the dancer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now the deputy also noticed another thing. Uh-huh. The door, the wooden door, couldn't even close anyway, even if there wasn't legs obstructing it. Because it looked like, at first, it was like it's been kicked in, but then he noticed a huge hole in it. In the door? So someone took a shotgun, because this is the only gun that can do that, oh, and shot the, at the, the, door. the deadbolt off. Oh. And shot the person. Just like they do it in the movies. And shot the person behind it? No, no. that Two different... It was two different shots. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, so, but that's how... Like, so if the, if the person was standing right outside the door, two yeah. shots, right? But here's one of the things. The media is still, like, saying the door was kicked in. You it know, was a gunshot. And it wasn't. I got what happened here. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? So anyway, all right. You tell him. <laughs> Get it straight, media. Big news. Now, Sidani, Deputy Sidani, he's already had the worst night of his career. Now he's walking through the house making sure he ain't about to get shot because, I mean, it took him three minutes to get there. That's quick. You're, you're telling me that someone came in and escaped? Within that time period, after doing this horrible stuff, I mean, his head was not even there. A shotgun to the face. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he's looking around like, what, is somebody going to jump out? And then he sees in the bathroom ahead of him, there's a shower curtain that's obviously been ripped down. It's just laying on the floor. You walk in someone's house and they have a shower curtain, curtain just ripped down. And it's like, you would be like, what the hell? Yeah. yeah I mean, if you, you know? saw that in our bathroom, I would immediately check for me because i'm probably on the floor after slipping in a puddle and that has happened on this podcast once on the abstinent one yeah but i didn't slip on a shower curtain i just like i just crawled on the floor and passed out and hillary was like uh guys do you know jen is face down on the bathroom floor should i just step over her (laughs) that's what she said should i just step over her (laughs) deputy sadani also found a shotgun shell now he's gonna find three other shotgun shells Mm, in this okay. house. Three shots. Three shots. Okay. Okay. So he walks towards the bathroom, not knowing what he's about to find in there. All right. Mm-hmm. Now read. And I want to say the husband or yeah, the husband and wife, Denise and James Kloss. That's their names. Okay. Now read the second, th- these two opinions. Deputy Sidani observed a shower curtain laying on the floor. As deputies moved further into the residence, Deputy Sidani observed an adult female with red hair, who is later identified as Denise Kloss. 
sitting unresponsive in the shower. Deputies observed that Denise was deceased. She, too, had significant head trauma. Detective Nelson reports that, based on his training experience, the head trauma to, the, to Denise also appeared to be that of a gunshot wound to the head, with the rear backside of her head and skull plate being completely removed and Oof. lying next to her body in the bathtub. Oof. All right. Yeah. So, but the husband and wife are dead. Mm-hmm. Husband and wife are dead. Hmm. Now, who the hell? Who the hell just runs into this house? Uh, all right. So, I want to say one Probably more time. A man. One more time. Barron, Wisconsin, has never been in the news. This is. You remember we did the Grass Valley? Yeah. yeah. This is that smaller than that town. Oh, we did discuss how small Grass Valley is. And you yeah. guys just seen Barron. I mean, That's look like, how small it was. It's like literally like six blocks. Maybe. It was like six blocks. Nothing happens here. Do you think their doors were locked? Why would they be? Well, it doesn't matter if they were locked because he shot the deadbolt off. I know. But I'm saying after this happened, doors yeah, are locked. Yeah. And this is what, it's what's shitty about random. It's what's shitty about small towns, you know? Because mm-hmm. all these small towns we've done... They go from kids not having curfews to kids being in at home by six to doors not being locked. Everyone knows everyone to doors being dead bolted. Like after this happens, people go to Lowe's and buy more deadbolts. Yeah. You know, maybe and, maybe it, like all the crimes that are committed are done by corporate America. So that security system. Yeah. Now the detectives are coming to the house. Right. Right. Double Not just the deputies. So Detective Nelson um, gets to the house about an hour later. And if you want to read. Well, actually, I'll just say what he said. Detective Nelson, what he sees in the bathroom, because he's trying to play out how this happened. Mm-hmm. OK. You can he can tell immediately what happened in the bathroom. Someone was hiding in the bathroom. So maybe. The, well, you know, Denise was dead in the bathtub. Was she the first one to die, though? Is that what She wasn't the first one to die. But when they're trying to figure it out, they're looking in the bathroom. She's dead in the bathtub, which means she was trying to hide in the bathtub. Oh, she was trying to hide. I thought you were saying exactly. the, the killer was trying to hide. No, she was trying to hide in the bathtub. And what's interesting, the drawers, drawers, the drawers. How do you say that? Word? Drawers. 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 <laughs> It's like a G, but it's not. Drawers? Yeah. The drawers were... God damn, I can't even say that. Drawers? The you're, drawers think, you're overthinking it. The Cabinets. The... the ca- Cabinets? Cabinet. The cabinets were pulled out. Okay, the, like the top cabinet and the bottom cabinet. Like in the bathroom, your vanity? Yeah. yeah. It's a vanity, right? The thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so awesome. they were pulled out. So why were they pulled out? Well, the, I'll tell you, the the bathroom door swings inward. So she was trying to block the, exactly. the attacker. Exactly. The, okay. Denise was in the bathtub, but before that, she pulled all the cabinets out, which is really smart. So if you smart. guys, any of you talkers out there, if this ever happens. It your bathroom. It wouldn't work for ours. So what did they find at the scene? Blood. Gunshots. Two dead bodies. <laughs> a blown off deadbolt. A blown off deadbolt. Three shotgun shells. Mm-hmm. They find... The two deceased husband and wife, mm-hmm. and they find tread from either military boots or work boots. So they know Ooh, that hmm. the those boots could be a military 
or something. Is, or a cop. Are there or any, a cop, yeah. Are there any, like, military bases in anywhere near that oh, area? No. Maybe that's it's why the cops anywhere. got there so qu- quickly, because no, there's someone in the area. No, their 911 dispatch center is three minutes away. Oh. Yeah, so they all, like... Hmm. I mean, all right. Then, and I want to go back real quick through the 12, all right, 12.53 a.m. is when the call came in. And it was a call just of yelling. It was a call of yelling. They probably thought it was some sort of domestic abuse or whatever. But, so 12.53, the 911 called in. 12.53 a.m. At 1 o'clock a.m., Seven minutes later. Yep. Seven minutes later, the cops show up. Mm-hmm. It's fast. That is very fast. Wait, what happened to the three minutes? Huh? You said three minutes. One fifty three. It takes three minutes for the cops to get from their dispatch station to the house where the nine one one call was placed. Oh. The call came in at twelve fifty three. At one o'clock sharp a.m., the cops pull up. Oh, I thought you said it. That is how close the window is. Okay. Which makes that car that was seen, that maroon old Ford, pretty suspect. Yeah. You know. In retrospect, I guess. The neighbors that were interviewed said they heard two gunshots, the second being louder than the first. But, and it was 12, it was around 1231 a.m. They were still awake, older Mm -hmm. couple. But they said... They just thought they were hunters. Hmm. It's strange, but but I know it sounds strange, but you saw how rural they are. I mean, they're out in the boons. Right. Yeah, but I feel like hearing a gunshot at twelve thirty, if you especially if you know it's a but gunshot. you know the na- you know every you know all the neighbors. I think it's interesting that they said the second one was louder than the first. That means that the the, the gunshot was in closer perimeter. Than exactly. The That's but a good also point. they only heard two, not three. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they didn't call 911. If they would have called 911, the cops would have actually got there. Now, I'm not saying they did something wrong by not calling. Who but would have made you, the call then if they were? I mean, all right, if, if we hear gunshots here, we would call 911 if it's one o'clock in the morning because obviously something's going down. Yeah. But in rural Wisconsin, out in the middle of the sticks, you, I mean, plus, you know, they know the neighbors, they know they're not getting in a domestic. Vitamin, it could be hunters. Yeah. Oh, so so they're thinking they heard two gunshots around 1231. 30, yeah. yeah. So the first gunshot's probably the d- deadbolt door. Deadbolt, Second yeah. gunshot's Mr. Kloss. Yeah. And then, so they only heard two. The wife is maybe the one making the call from the bathroom. Yeah, the, the call oh, came in they, from Denise's cell phone. Because they oh, didn't okay, so hear, yeah. yeah. But they, they didn't hear the third gunshot, which must have came... They did twenty minutes the third, later, so it yeah. took him. So it took the killer almost twenty minutes to get to her. If she made was able to make the call. Oh yeah, I guess you're right. So yeah. he spent quite a long time in there looking for her or whatever, um, doing something. All right, so, so I mean, that makes the theory of it being someone that they knew even more, even stronger because, like, what would someone be doing over there for a long period of time? Like he was lo- in the house. looking for something. All right, well. Detective Nelson, he's still working the case. It's real late at night. Then he gets a call from headquarters and says, and the call says, hey, how, how many bodies you got there? Well, we got two bodies. But what about the daughter? The daughter? What daughter? There's no daughter here. Hmm. 
How old is there, the daughter? There's a 13 year old daughter. Where is she? 13 year old daughter, Jamie Kloss is her name. Where is she at? They searched the house. She's not there. Staying at a friend's? She's not at a friend's anything. She was home during that time. Now, hmm. she's gone, which means she's with the guy in the, maroon car. In the maroon car. Yeah. Okay. Obviously. I mean, there's no other ex- explanation for that, right? Now, let's go. Let's find Jamie. Let's find Jamie Kloss. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was October 15th. Mm. The next day, a nationwide Amber Alert was set out. I, I think I even remember getting it. Hmm. Yeah, I got the Amber Alert and I remember seeing like on, you know, on 26, how they have the yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the, the signs. signs it said there was an Amber Alert on the signs. Huh. Yeah. This is 13 year old Jamie Kloss right here. She was taken. She's so young. Mm-hmm. The FBI, the Amber Alert that was issued, reported her. Actually, it wasn't on those signs. It was on a billboard on really? 26. Yeah, it said, bring Jamie Kloss home. And it was like on the, it was on that digital billboard. I don't know. You don't really go up to that area a lot, but like I drive by every day. It's the one that's, it's like. It's right after you merge onto 26, there's like that billboard that changes. It's like a digital billboard. And it was on the other, I was driving home from work and it was on that other side. It was huh. at night. Yeah. Interesting. Like by the, Dan- by where the, the Daniel Island? No, it's digital? after, it's after Daniel Island. It's like in North Charleston. Like this billboard. Oh, I know. Yeah, it that's okay. what it, yeah, it was something like yeah. that. Yeah. So I'm showing on a picture of the, the billboard. Jamie Kloss, hmm. because a 13 year old girl's missing. The parents are dead. Obviously, they know she didn't have anything to do with it. She's been abducted. Right. And they yeah, know yeah. the chances of catching someone that abducted her get slimmer and slimmer by the minute. Yeah. Okay. Uh, at 3.30 p.m., a nationwide Amber Alert was sent out. You may have got it on your cell phones. Jamie Kloss, five feet tall, 100 pounds, either blonde or strawberry blonde hair. October 23rd, a search party of 2,000 volunteers. Wow. Yeah. I mean, they were coming from other towns. That's almost as big as the entire town. Mm -hmm. They worked all day. Now, the officials reported a total of 1,400 tips coming in about, I mean, they were chasing out license plates. They were, I mean, they were like, there was one lead from this license plate in like Miami they were looking into. I mean, they were just a lot of leads. But those leads started dying down. It went from 300 a day to about 20. So the family, the detectives, a small bear in Wisconsin, you know, a town of not many people, they're starting to feel the pressure because it's getting drowned out Mm -hmm. in the news. You know, people are forgetting and that's sad. Yeah. But it's just how it is. I think I I do want to give credit, though, to the system that we have in this country. Like, like this girl's from Wisconsin. We're in South Carolina. And it was like on our freaking billboards. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Like when you have a case like this, like it's not like it's like, oh, another girl went missing. Oh, well, like they actually do like, like try to make everyone alert. Like the fact that we get alerts on our phone, like even though they're annoying to the "Eh, eh," like that's really fucking annoying. But like. At the same time, yeah, it makes mind. you stop and pay attention. Yeah, I definitely don't mind them. But. It's great. 
Hmm. But yeah, I mean, they, like, I don't mind the alerts. I just don't like the sound. That's all. Yeah, yeah. No, I guess. Yeah, yeah. They scared them. But you I mean, if it was something stupid, I'd be like, damn it. But well, sometimes that happens with weather alerts, like yeah. flash flood in yeah. Charleston's. Like we know, yeah. it <laughs> we know. In I'm standing in two feet of water right now. Thank you, weather alert. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Like, we'll probably get one while we're recording this. It's raining out. Like, there was, when the last time it rained, right before I left for Christmas, um, when it w- really rained, um, I went downtown to dr- to pick up something from campus, and there was a car, like, stuck in the middle of the road because it, it tried to drive through two feet of water, and, like... Oh, what an idiot. Right? It was, it it was a, bad it downtown, was a, It was too. a Nissan 350Z. It was, like, a tiny, oh my tiny God. little car. What an idiot, man. Okay, look. Five weeks ago, horror came to the small town of Barron, Wisconsin. On the night of October 15th, Jim and Denise Kloss were murdered. Their 13-year-old daughter, Jamie, vanished. Leads and clues have led so far to nothing. A town has been left to mourn a couple, fear a possible killer in their midst, and wonder about a missing child. And hope? Yeah, hope. For at the exact same time, a dark cloud is sitting on top of Baron, a Cinderella story to the tune of a voice named Chris Cruzy. Barron, Wisconsin, just shy of 3,500 people, isn't the same place it was two months ago. Before Jamie went missing, before her parents, Jim and Denise, were shot dead in their home, before thousands of people like descended on the town to I lift know. it up and to help comb it. Or clues. I think everybody hopes that law enforcement has more than what they're letting on, but it's really hard to tell. Barron, Wisconsin now has its wind knocked out of it. The doors that never had locks on them have them now. The kids who never had curfew have those now, too. The town that didn't bother looking in the rearview mirror does it now. And it's weighing on them because there's no real clues that we know of to where Jamie is. No suspects for who killed Jim and Denise. No daily updates from the sheriff, who was also deeply troubled, to not have had any of this figured out yet. Yeah, there's just nothing new to report for the sheriff, so there's no point in having another news conference if there's nothing new that you can give the public. Amidst all of this nagging helplessness, a second spotlight is on Barron. My hometown has been through a lot lately. There was an abduction of a 13-year-old girl from Barron. Her name is Jamie Kloss. Chris Cruzy, Barron, Wisconsin, born and raised, is fighting to win the voice. And along his way, making sure Jamie's still gets hurt. I had to find some way to, you know, pay tribute and then, you know, somehow bring hope. I think most importantly, keep Jamie's name in the news. Um, I hate to see that kind of dwindling away. So this is for Barron. This is for Barron. Chris is using his spotlight to keep the brightest light on Jamie so that Baron's hope isn't hopeless. And in my hour of darkness, she is standing right in front of me, speaking words of wisdom, let it be. Oh, he has a good voice. Mm-hmm. Awesome. It's an yeah. incredible, you know. All right. <laughs> That's let it be. Now, th- that guy seems like a fantastic guy, mm. does he not? He does. So good, good luck to, him. yeah, good, good for you, man. Like, and that's his hometown too. Yeah. So good for you. Cause you said, I mean, he said he's using his spotlight to, br- to shed light mm-hmm. because 
Yeah, I mean the family, especially as time goes on. Like, yeah, time it, goes unfortunately on. Unfortunately, becomes old news. Yeah, yeah, and not not saying that people just don't care anymore. It's just yeah, he's drowned out, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. yeah. So that was good, and I think that helped spark um, some latest developments. Okay, that was November nineteenth when he dedicated the Beatles. Let it be. Let it be. Now that performance did something. Very amazing. It brought this obscure case into the national attention. It really did. The hype of this case flew up after that. 88 days after the murders. Now, we're going to January 10th. It's been 88 days since the murder of the family and the Jamie Kloss, 13-year-old girl, missing. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, we're going to Gordon, Wisconsin. We're going to, this is about 70 miles away from Jamie's home. Mm -hmm. So, Barron is right here. Gordon is up here. So, we're 88 days later in Gordon, Wisconsin. So, north. It's cold up there as Mm -hmm. shit. It's freaking January. Yeah. In a remote cabin, 70 miles away from where she was abducted, Jamie Kloss crawls out from under the bed. Holy shit. Where she was being confined. <gasps> under the bed? Under the bed. She was being confined. They were the abductor put bins, like storage bins and weights, like barbells and weights and kept her confined. Oh my goodness. For 88 days. How did she eat? She crawls out. Okay. Her abductor is not home, as we've seen in other ones, like the one Bob Berdella, they would always turn the radio on, so they don't know if they're home or not. She had no idea he was home, or if he was gone. She crawls out under that bed. She runs to the front door when she can find it, and she doesn't have any clothes of her own. She's in, like, pajamas. She has no shoes of her own. Fuck it. You know, mm-hmm. and it's January. She says, Fuck in Wisconsin, it. Yeah, it's freezing. Right? Snow is freezing. If you, wow. that's a winter death out there, yeah. and she doesn't know where she's at. She could be. I'm gonna tell you right now. This. Let me just get on with it. She says, "Fuck it." She puts shoes on that were his her abductor shoes, oh. size 13 or whatever, too big for her to wear. That she was says, "Screw smart it." Smart of her. Put though. it on. Yeah. Good for There's her. no coat. She's going out in the cold without a coat. Fuck it. She's getting out of here. Wow. She goes on into that snowy, cold winter by herself after 88 days of captivity. Is this like nighttime when she's... uh, No, this is middle of the day. Middle of the day. Middle of the day. She's running, trying to find someone, yelling, 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 and miraculously, a a lady named Janine, or Jeannie... J-E-A-N-E-E, does her usual walk around the neighborhood. Uh It's about a 40-minute walk. She comes running up to her, and she says, Help me, help me, help me. I'm Jamie Kloss. Help me, help me. I don't know where I'm at. And immediately, because this is only seven, everyone knows. So she's like, she grabs her. They run home. She's like, call 911 right now. Oh, my goodness. She escaped. Wow. Whoa. This awesome. happened last week. Last week. She is out. She's free. Damn. They got to her home. 
Now they were scared because because he was probably. I mean, he all right. He came back, the abductor, uh-huh. and found footprints Ooh. because he went in, checked no, under the bed. She wasn't there. there. The the bins were moved. He looks outside footprints he gets in his car and he's up and down the street following the footprints oh shit he in a maroon car? he missed her by minutes wow they got her inside of the neighbor's house and they were so scared because the neighbor that she ran into was only three houses down three mailboxes down oh shit. wow she they were so scared after even the, after they called 911 that they took her to um a, a family friend's house further down the road wow. to hide her until the cops got there. Wow. And yeah. So was here, she, did she say like, this is the house I came from? Like, was she? Able yes. To yes. She said, this is the guy that abducted me. He took me, he killed my parents. I was there when he shot my parents. Oh, shit. I, she was in the bathtub when she shot. I'll get to that, but she was there with her mom. I'll, oh, I'll get wow. to the whole thing. Most of the media doesn't know this yet, how it happened. Wow. So we're, we're going we to get to that. Breaking shit. news. <laughs> breaking news. Breaking news. News update. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just good, I'm just good at digging shit. <laughs> yeah. 911. Hi. I have um, a young lady at my house right now, and she just says her name is Jamie Cross. Okay, what's your address? It's in Gordon, Wisconsin. Okay, have you seen her photo, ma'am? Yes, it Does, is her. I 100% think it is her. Are you, okay. 100%. Does it look like she's going to run? No. She's sitting down. She's relaxing. Okay, hang on just a second. What's your name? Yep. What's your name, ma'am? Kristen Kaczynski. Kristen, how do you spell your last name? K-A-S-I-N-S. K-A-S. Okay, did she show up walking? Yeah, a neighbor just walked up with her to our house and asked us to call 911. Okay, hang on just a second. Are you cold? Do you need a blanket or anything? You can hear in the background. That's sweet though. Like, do you need a blanket? Are you cold? That's that's like people being. It's their favorite. My son Lincoln. That's why we like Lincoln. Is it a dog? Maybe. Yeah, they had a puppy. I was gonna say they were talking about a dog named Lincoln. I think. Yeah, she loved that puppy. Mm. I was walking my dog, and we were almost home. And she was walking towards me, crying, saying, you got to help me, you got to help me. Okay. So I didn't want to go into my cabin because it's too close to Patterson's house. And she said her, her name is Janie Claus? Yep. And when I walked into this house, they recognized her immediately from... So let me, let me um, just interject. She says, that lady says... Uh, Janine, she didn't want to go to her house because it was too close to Patterson's house. Mm-hmm. Now, Patterson is the killer. Yeah. The killer, his name is Jake Patterson. He is a recluse, but the did only they, way that... So did the neighbors know of him? They knew of him, okay. but he was a recluse. But the only... She said that she knew of him because the name on the mailbox. Oh, okay. And so it's... And she, Jamie, knew his full name. So he's like... Huh. Pat. Uh, Jake Patterson did this. So immediately she's like, well, we got to bring you to my friend's house over here because I'm way too close. I'm only three mailboxes down from his place. I just held on to her and I said, we're going to find somebody who's home. We're going to call the police. You're going to be okay. You're going to be safe. You're going to be fine. 
she assured the teen. Racing to a nearby front door, she knocked frantically on the home neighbors of Kristen and Peter Kasinkas, announcing after the door opened, this is Jamie Kloss, call 911. I wonder if she knew how, like, well-known her name was. No, I wonder if Jamie herself knew how, like, broadcast her missing story was, because the fact that she was like, my name is Jamie Kloss, I wonder if she knew that, like, this was huge attention that she was missing. Yeah, I mean, like, it depends on, it depends, I think it depends on her abductor to see if he was, like, he, like, wanted to brag about whether or not, like, what he wanted, like, he was probably like Todd Kohlhepp, it was like, look, this is in the news, like, we, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm getting away with it. Or if he just, like, kept her sheltered. Yeah. It depends, I think. Yeah. Okay, so I'm showing them pictures right now (laughs) of where Jamie was kept for 88 days. These are on uh, Talk Murder, the the posts for Talco Supremos um, are there on the Patreon page. You got to be uh, Talco Supremo to see them. But wow. I mean, the timeline is still on Talk Murder if you guys want to see timeline. This is the bed. So th- the bed was actually pushed up against the wall. Mm-hmm. It was pushed up against there for Jamie because, you know, it blocks off two extra sides. Uh-huh. So he would barricade with like these heavy boxes. And these boxes were filled with like, lifting weights, barbells, whatever he can find. And he would make her sit under the bed, lay under the bed for up to 12 hours a day and not use a bathroom or anything. Um, He had family, like his dad would come over and he would make her stay under the bed. At one point he went to see his grandmother in Michigan, I think, and he was gone for like 12 hours and she had to stay under the bed for 12 hours without going to the bathroom, without any water, any food. This is, this is kind of the house he was wow. living in, kind of like shithole. Yeah, yeah shithole. Just a real piece of work. I mean, it's like this it is was, the it's like unfinished. This yeah. is the radio he would turn on when um, he leaves, so she doesn't know if he's there. This is like not. literally like abductor one hundred and one. Yeah, what kind yeah. of house to have? It's like so. Like... Yeah. All right, so that's the shithole she was living in. Wow. Um, yeah, so she is free. Wow. And she's a hero. She is. And she deserves it. Oh my yeah. god. She what I mean a badass to, girl. She is a badass girl. You know, and, and I'm sure she went through absolute hell. Yeah. And we're gonna spend just the next ten minutes kind of reading from the report I shouldn't have. Because the killer, Jake Patterson, mm-hmm. actually confessed to everything. Wow. So the cops found him. Once they placed a nine one one call, cops immediately dispatched to the house yeah. to to get her. And guess who was driving around looking for Jamie? In a maroon car? Yep. Really? Driving around. They stopped him while he was searching for his for Jamie. Minutes after the neighbor, I mean this was such a this whole timeline besides the 88 days is such close minutes together, you know. Wow. She was saved by the neighbor. By yeah. I mean, he, he was driving up there. I mean, this is three houses down. Yeah. He drove by that house. Can you imagine? Um, I can't. It's like, it's like, it's uh, uh, so close. It's like, it was so close. Yeah. All right. Do you want to read some of this stuff? Yeah. When they, when Jamie was, when she was um, taken in, she was wearing a pair of dirty, worn New Balance athletic shoes that appeared to be men's shoes with the left shoe on her right foot and the right shoe on her left foot. Mm. That's what the deputy said. That reminds now, me of that meme that <laughs> that they say, like, it's like 
mom calls you, hey, come get these groceries. And it's like, like people wearing like different kinds of like mixed match shoes, like socks with like flip flops or like, yeah. it's, I sent it to my John sister today because it's like, yeah, it's like literally like, all right, I guess I'll just throw something on. Yeah. Like, come on now. So the detectives arrived there at 4.43 p.m. the day that she left, January 10th, 2019, which was what, six days ago? Mm-hmm. It was last, yeah. uh, yeah. was last, uh. The 10th was a Thursday. It was a week ago today. Hmm. They found the vehicle. The cops got behind it and ran the plates. It had a broken taillight. They ran the plates and saw the vehicle was registered to a Katie Patterson, which his last name is Patterson. Mm -hmm. And Jamie knew it was Patterson. Mm -hmm. I mean, he knew she knew his name. Right. Um, So they immediately pulled him over, which was very dangerous. But... As soon as the cops got up there, he said, I did it. That's all he said is, I did it. And then he goes on. Pathetic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's a pathetic piece of shit. Let me tell you. Um. Anyway. Oh, I know you're going to tell us. Oh, yeah, this I was guy gonna say, is. If he lives in Gordon, like, how did he, like, what was his motive? Why did he? Yeah, well, I'm going to get into that. All right. Them? I mean, he doesn't look that old. He looks like maybe I was like thinking that too. 20. He looks super young. He's 21. Mm-hmm. He does look super young. Hmm. Do you guys want to read what happened? No, let's just skip that. Yeah. No, right. I'm, I'm joking. Uh, do you want to? Yes, of course. Okay. Like, what the fuck? Read, <laughs> this read, the of the story. read this. Now read where it says JLC. That's Jamie. So replace JLC with the word Jamie. Okay. okay. Nicole, can you read this? This is from the report that we probably shouldn't have. You heard it here first on Talk Murder to Me. Which is why we have an LLC. So if you can send all your complaints to complaints at talkocast.com, even though that's no not money. a real email address. So, uh, but that should keep you busy for a while. <laughs> <laughs> your message was not delivered. <laughs> nope, better try again. <laughs> on the night Jamie was abducted, Jamie stated she was asleep in her bedroom when her dog started barking early in the morning. Jamie stated that she got up to investigate why her dog was barking and noticed there was someone driving up their driveway. Jamie said she went to her parents' room and woke them up. Jamie stated that her parents got up and her father went to the door to see what was going on. Jamie stated that there was a man, later identified as Patterson, at the door with a gun, so she and her mother hid in the bathroom with the door closed. Jamie stated that she and her mother hid in the bathtub. Jamie stated that she heard a gunshot and her, knew her father had just been killed. Oh, Jamie stated that her mother had her cell phone with her and used the phone to call 911. Jamie stated that Patterson broke down the bathroom door and told her mother to hang up the phone. Jamie stated that her mother, Patterson told her mother to put tape over Jamie's mouth, which her mother did, and Patterson shot her mother. Jamie stated both her mother and father were shot one time. Jamie stated that she saw Patterson in the bathroom where she and her mother were hiding. Jamie stated that Patterson was dressed in black from head to toe, including a face mask, hat, and gloves. Jamie stated that Patterson taped her hands and ankles together and dragged her out to his car. Jamie described the tape as being black in color. Jamie stated that Patterson taped her hands such that her hands were behind her back, and when they got to Patterson's car, Jamie stated that Patterson placed her in the trunk. Jamie described Patterson's car as an older red four-door car. After Patterson put her in the trunk, Jamie stated he drove away. Jamie stated that she heard 
the sirens of two squad cars drive by a very short time after Patterson began driving. So it was the maroon car, yeah. which is which makes me. I know it's hindsight, <gasps> and I don't want to do. Is I know, and I don't want to do this. But if you're out there, where uh, <sighs> responding to a demand now, would it have been different if they heard gunshots and then they saw that one lone car? Because there's only one car driving out there right. that late at night. They didn't know that there were gunshots until after. I right. know, but there were three cop cars that were dispatched to the house. Could one of them not have stopped right. the guy right there? I'm, I'm not. You're not. Wrong. No, the cops yeah. did everything right. I'm, I'm not trying to say they did anything wrong. I'm just saying, in hindsight, what is a cop thinking? Damn, you know, I should have. I because I, he had made the mental note about the car, right? So in hindsight, is he like, damn, I wish I would have stopped that damn car. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that I'm sure those police officers are thinking that. Yeah. Yep. They, the the police officers sure. in this small town did a fantastic job. They did. You know, keep, keeping this case alive. I'm just saying, like, I know hindsight's 2020, but I, I just listening to Jamie's statements. I mean, that's going to I mean, I don't that's probably going to stick with me for a little bit, I think, because this poor girl, and when they say, like, like on the on the signs that we saw on the videos we were watching, is like, please keep Jamie Kloss in your thoughts and prayers. And, like, just because she was found, like, don't stop that, because, like, this poor 13-year-old girl oh, yeah. had to watch her mother die yeah. as she was taped up and was abducted and taken out of her home and shoved under a bed for 88 days like this poor little girl yeah. is going to need some serious serious help like yeah. like like i'm not putting like like john like you know you went to war like you're you ha you know you went to war and soldiers you know who have ptsd like see these horrible horrible things but like this girl is like she's gonna be right up there too yeah, she's yeah. Got a you lot know what I mean. Like, have to, yeah, like, I mean, I knew I was going to see those things. She had no idea. Like, and like she's, she's thirteen. Yeah, she's. I was twenty-four. So, so was this completely random? Like, did he did he pick a random house in the middle of nowhere? Let me tell you about this piece of shit that we're probably never going to talk about anymore because he's fucking worthless. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, like, and, see, he sounded like he came prepared. Like he he yeah, knew how he many people were. He, he didn't kill Jamie, so he knew like that's what he was in oh, there for. Or did he? Was that just like what was left, and he felt like he needed? To well, do so that. why wouldn't he have just killed her? A lot of the public doesn't know. know all this stuff but he said luckily he i mean because he was caught jake t patterson born june 17th 1997 so he's younger than you guys he's my sister's age and that's yeah. really troubling he what, what year did you say 1997 he's, he's 21, 21 years, years old. old did all right Maybe. patterson stated that he worked at the saputo cheese factory which is a little factory in Barron. um but he quit after two days but on the drive to his cheese factory in the mornings, on one of those drives, so he worked for two days and then he quit because quit he's a piece of trash, right? Did he live there for a short period No, of he was just working there. He commuted that far? I guess. I don't know. 70 miles. Wow. Well. No wonder he quit, but anyway. Well, yeah, I, mean... I don't know. I, I don't know why he was there. Um. Anyway, no, no one knows all the information yet. He was working at Saputo Cheese Factory. 
for two days before quitting on his drive one time to the cheese factory, he had stopped behind a school bus on U.S. Highway 8. U.S. Highway 8 is the highway that runs right. straight in front of their house. Okay. Where he watched Jamie get on the school bus. Now, Patterson oh, stated fucking kidding me? that he had no idea who she was because they, they checked social media and everything. Like, this is the only time that he's ever seen her. And Just he, one he, day. He admitted this? Yeah, this is coming wow. from him. He says he had no idea who she was, but he did state, quote, when I saw Jamie, I knew that was the girl I was going to take. Wow. Getting off the fucking school bus. What a piece of shit. What? Yeah, what a piece of... Well, I don't even know. Like, whatever. Um, Like, uh, that's so, just disgusting. I'm literally disgusted. What, it, so basically... I, I've got questions, but he, I'll let you... He continue. worked two days, and on the second day... He only worked two days before he quit. On the second day, he goes to Walmart... And buys one of those balaclava masks or whatever you call them. Mm-hmm. Balaclava. Baklava? Baklava. No. Like full ma- <laughs> Is that not? not- <laughs> no. I was like, baklava is balaclava. a great dessert. It's is it so balaclava? Good. Balaclava? I it's like it's a ski mask. I don't know, but I really want baklava now. <sighs> I don't know what that is. What is that? Oh, you get it at the Greek, Greek restaurant. It's a Greek pastry. Is that like yogurt? Remember no. when we went to that Greek festival and it was, um, it was like no, it's ice oh, cream. Oh, I didn't like that ice cream. I didn't like that. I don't know why y'all like that so much. I didn't like the ice cream. It wasn't enough baklava. It was too much I, ice cream and not enough. I'm just gonna baklava. go out and say it. I'm gonna make you guys mad. I don't like Greek food at really? all. I don't. I I don't. I don't. I don't like the lamb. I I think that white sauce is not very good. Tzatziki sauce. Yeah, tzatziki sauce. Oh, well, you're entitled it's to your opinion. Fat. <laughs> Jenna. You don't like it. I don't. Every time, that's why every time you ask, let's go get Greek, I'm like, isn't there something? Oh, okay. That makes sense. Because one time we were like, when Nicole was in um, Nashville, I was like, oh, how about Greek food? And you're like, no, I just had Greek food the other day. And you were like, isn't there something else? And I'm like, did you have Greek food the other day? No, I did not. <laughs> I, it's just, I don't get it. Like, it's, it's. You know, it's a lot of like not even Greek salad carbs. Greek salad is it's good. Not a lot Greek of salad is literally salad with Greek sauce on it. Greek dressing and it's delicious. I don't oh get God, it. I can't olives. believe you don't like tzatziki sauce. No, it's I like don't. The best thing in the world. I like you know, your. Now I really want some. Greek I like food. your Andalus sauce. Well, we're not drunk. Yeah, Andalus yeah, sauce. You guys want to what time is Alibaba close? Well, John food. doesn't want Greek food. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's not Greek food. That's Mediterranean. Greek food is that Mediterranean is, like, food. Yeah, Medi- okay. Yes, Greek food is Mediterranean food, but Mediterranean. I like the hummus and stuff. Yeah. I just don't like the lamb and the hero. Oh, the gyros. Gyros. Don't like gyros. 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 It's gyros. Gyros. I don't like the gyros. I think that we should get Greek food in spite of this comment, Nicole. Uh, Why every place is closed? I'm just saying, like, when I went traveled to Greece, that was some of the best food I ever oh, had in my life. I'm so jealous. I want to go to Greece so it was bad. It's amazing. Okay. This guy, Jake Patterson, oh, I'm going to work here for two days and then quit because I'm a model citizen. That's exactly what it said. Quote, end quote. Then the second day, he goes to Walmart and buys a fucking ski mask. Because he saw Jamie and is like, that's the one. I mean, he wasn't even planning that. Had he ever kidnapped anybody No. He was just like. I hope not. He's just like, I'm going to kidnap somebody today. He's just a he's just worthless. He has yeah. no empathy for human beings, and he's just a piece of shit. Did we, yeah, 
So you had said in the beginning he was where it was like military boots. Was he in the military for a period of time? Yes, he was. He was, and I I couldn't find out why. I'm not that good of a snooper. Was I guess a dishonorable discharge. He was kicked out of the oh, Marines okay. after a four. He joined for four months. And whoa, well, right. he only made it four months. And I can and the I Marines can, kicked him out. I think I know why. why? Uh, this is speculation because I couldn't find out why. But when you go through basic training. Because I've been through twice. I had to go through twice. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I completed it both times, but I had to go through basic and then infantry. This is a long story. Got it. Anyway, um, you start basic and then it's like culture shock because you go from a high school smoking weed and skateboarding. Not that I did those things, but I did both those things. And then I, and then <laughs> I joined the army and then they throw Wait, you off. Of, <laughs> what were those pan- awful pants? Jinkos. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you show up in your Jinkos. They throw you off the bus. Do you give, and your, I have give like, yourself a haircut? They really were wearing jingos when you were on the bus. Yeah, sitting in the chair to get yeah. haircut. <laughs> yeah, she wear whatever you have, oh and then I have like spiked hair. That's all I have jingos because he always starts to sit. We need to find him a, a pair of them. I would so wear jingos. Yeah. Hey, oh my gosh, we you yes. know we could be for Halloween. What ourselves fifteen years ago? I have to get blue hair dye. Wouldn't and that be skateboard. hilarious? That's not bad. I would just have to wear basketball shorts and t-shirt. Wait, no, I would be 20. All right. Add another 20. Be ourselves 20. Whatever. 15 years ago, how old uh, would we be? 12? Yeah, we could do like butterfly clips in our hair, zigzag paws. I am not. And I'd have to give myself a mushroom cut. I am not <laughs> taking out two 12-year-old girls. I'm just saying that right now. <laughs> we could be each other 15 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I just got my period. <laughs> oh, I didn't shit. get my period until I was like sixteen. Is that too far? When I are do... you supposed to get it? Like when you're like between like I remember. Like, I think I was eleven. It's crazy going from uh, middle school, middle school. I don't say it's so weird. School because you jump go to middle school to high school or one of those. Maybe it's in middle school. I can't remember. But like you go on summer break and then you come back and it's like all the girls are just like. Like they, they just now <laughs> got the, boobs, and the guys don't look any older. And the guys are like, "Whoa, what are those?" And we're like playing with like them, their basketballs and stuff. Oh, you, look, the girls like <laughs> play with them like bongos. Okay, that's nice. <laughs> Here's John. Leave all this in. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, but anyway, what you guys got me sidetracked. Anyway, I show up. So at he basic. Was the, he was in the military. Yeah, you yeah. you show up. You're on a bus. You're wearing jinkos. You got spiked hair. They throw you off. It's culture shock. They they're yelling at all these drill sergeants. Were you yelling wearing a flame t-shirt? They're they're kicking you. If you go to Fort Benning, they they hit you and stuff. Oh, and then they like throw you around and all this stuff. And and you, you're supposed to get culture shocked in the discipline, right? Mm. Now a lot of people go there, and they can't handle it, so they become like. They're on their way out. They're basically getting kicked out of basic. They don't get the GI Bill or anything. You got to be in like two years to get the GI Bill. They're they're getting kicked out. So they're called like I don't can't remember what they're called. But, but they go so go they're on like the out, entirety. Of no, basic? they don't. They they get in a special unit where they like mop the floors all day long. But they get yelled at. They're like the lowest of the low. Peon. Uh. They're yeah. So the the privates that are in basic are like the low. The guys that are out processing the ones that can't make it. And it's usually like to some mental stuff or. Some of them just can't handle the stress. And I feel like this guy couldn't handle the stress. So they would like take your shoestrings away. 
because you might hang yourself with them. Like I, I've seen this a billion times. Wow. So they keep yeah. them for still for that a, a period. Yeah, because it takes them a while well, to out process them. It, it takes a long. Okay, it's just I, for yeah. the out process. If I you thought, guys I like, like the file kind of like no, if you know anything about the military, you know it takes a long time that to do fucking damn anything. True. Yeah, so it it takes a long time. Basically, the same amount of time. Basic training is nine weeks. It literally takes them twelve weeks to like to not go through out. it and process them. Okay, out. that makes sense. If so the whole time they're like doing you know work like sweeping and cutting the grass and doing just kind of whatever you know. So I I kind of feel like if he was only in for four months, I feel like that's the way he went, where mm-hmm. they took his shoestrings and you know stuff like that. I I don't know for sure. Yeah, and you that's know, like very yeah. good theory. It's a very strong yeah. theory. But he seems like the kind of guy that yeah would just not from that make picture. He yeah, seems you got to the military takes a certain type of person, you know, mm-hmm. and you yeah, really absolutely. see that when you you go into basic and you really see who can't handle it. Even though basic is like not hard, right. it's actually really fun. You want something hard? Go through fucking special forces training. That yeah. shit will well, break your shit. I would imagine <laughs> special forces training is yeah that's challenging. You say hard. basic training is not that hard. I probably would die. Yeah, I would too. But I've been through far worse shit than that. Yeah, oh, but we I know. I, I'm just in, when I first went through We're basic, delicate. I thought it was hard. But I was the leader. <laughs> I was delicate flowers. What's your name, delicate? I was the leader. <laughs> no, what were you saying? I said I was the leader of like our platoons or whatever. Oh, because, that's cool. Yeah, Future John, leave that. You're so cool. Anyway, that's my theory. All right, let's get back on topic. The um, it says in this paperwork the defendant. I just might replace the defendant with the pos piece of shit. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, so Patterson, the defendant, said he took his father's 12 gauge Mossberg shotgun pump shotgun, which is like one of those. Yeah, it's like a really widely manufactured shotgun. And he actually stated he did research before. So he's, the whole time you're about to hear, he's planning. So he sees Jamie and he's planning. He did research. The Mossberg brand shotgun was the most heavily manufactured. That's true. So he would assume, and he says this, that it's difficult to trace. You know, it's probably right. He took 12 shotguns. Now, he takes this from his dad. It's his dad that has a murder weapon, which is fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like, So it could go so he basically doesn't care about his dad. Yeah. If he's going to shoot someone with his fucking dad's shotgun. True. Yeah. He's, yeah. He stated to the detectives and his own lawyers, his defense lawyers, that he shaved his head and his face. That's why he's bald. Because... He didn't want to leave any trace evidence, any hair, any DNA stuff. Oh, he very he thought this out very much. Yeah, I mean, to a point. I mean, he didn't. Within how many days? Like he shaved his head. Yeah, shaved his head. When did his his father shotgun? When did he widely manufactured shotgun? But when did he? When when did he quit the? uh, He quit after two days. But yeah, but when? Uh, I don't know. Sometime last year, but it didn't say. But he went. He went back to Barron, Wisconsin. To abduct her. Right. And he actually drove by. He went on three separate occasions. Once he went, there was too many cars in the driveway. Not a good time. Next time he went, it was late at night, but there were people walking around in the house. Not a good time. He went back a third time, 
it's a good time, lights are off. And here's how he says he, he did it. Huh. He wears black color jacket, black balaclava. I think I'm saying it right. Balaclava. Black everything. He wears like work gloves, boots, everything. He drives his little Taurus up there to the house. Once he's near the cross, once he's near the cross residence, he shuts off his headlight and he coasted into the driveway. Now, mm-hmm. I want to point out another thing he thought about was before he even got to Barron, like halfway in between where he lives and Barron, he stopped somewhere and stole someone's license plate and replaced. I mean, oh. he stole their plate and then Replace put it, it on his. So he, he, you know, if he got, if someone ran his tag or whatever. Now, hmm. here's how it happened. I'm going to tell you how the murders happened. Okay. All right. He shuts off his light. He coasts into the driveway. He goes up to the door. Now, the dog starts barking, which yeah. is what dogs do. That's why I do not mind if Stella's out there barking sometimes. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that's, if... Even if no one's out there, it's telling everyone, I got a dog. Yeah, that's you know? true. And, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But anyway, so Talk Murder fans, get a dog and a cat, but, you know, a dog too. And make sure they get along with each other. And make it a house dog. Don't, I, don't want, I don't like those outside dogs. It's too cold. Yeah. So he goes up and he sees the dad, James. James was shining. He was inside the house, but he's shining the flashlight like through the window. So he couldn't really see, and this guy, no headlights on, and he was coming up in black, right? Patterson yells at James to get on the ground, but he didn't think James heard him, and he's still shining the flashlight. Then he gets up to the door, and he says, you know, get on the ground, and James says, show me your badge, which means he thinks he's he may be a cop, uh-huh. you know? And... Mm. Then the defendant stated he raised his shotgun and purposely aimed it at James's head and pulled the trigger. Oh, my gosh. The defendant stated he knew James immediately collapsed on the ground. Okay. Patterson then used his shoulder to try to break the door open, but was unable to do so. So he's like, trying to get the door open. He tries to muscle the door open with his shoulder. He can't do it. So what does he do? Yeah, freaking pump shotgun. Boom. Blows the lock off. Then he he gets into the door. Now, at this time, Jamie, Kloss, and her mom are in the bathtub. Door's locked. They're barricading. Mm -hmm. They get in the bathtub, and they start bear hugging because, you know, they're scared as shit. Now, he walks over James and immediately notices he was dead which that's the reason he aimed for the head yeah after stepping into the house the defendant stated he stepped across james's body and knew james was dead the defendant stated he brought a kitchen type knife that he had in his pocket and a flashlight with him that night there was no lights in the house so he shined a flashlight around and the door straight in front of him which was the bathroom was shut he's like i'll come back to it He goes, checks all the other rooms in the house. Then he goes back to the bathroom door. He tries to muscle it open again. Boom, boom, boom. He can't. He says the defendant estimated that it took him anywhere from 10 to 15 hits with his shoulder before the bathroom door burst open. Remember, because they had it barricaded. Mm -hmm. All right. He stated that the bathroom 
curtain was shut, and when he reached up and grabbed it, it ripped off the rod, and he threw it on the floor. That's why I was on the floor. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this kind of recreating the scene for you yeah. guys, you know? Yeah. This is what the detectives are doing when they don't know all this information. So they're looking at the bathroom floor, you know what I'm saying? They can kind of right. tell that's what happened. Patterson saw that Denise and Jamie were seated inside the bathtub. Denise had her arms wrapped around Jamie in a bear hug. The defendant stated he pulled out a flattened partial roll of black colored gorilla brand duct tape. The defendant stated he pulled out a flattened partial roll of black colored gorilla brand duct tape, handed it to Denise and told her to place the tape over Jamie's mouth. Now, the defendant stated Denise was struggling to do that, so he set the shotgun on the bathroom sink and took it and completely wrapped it around Jamie's head, like in the mouth, all around mm-hmm. the head, right? So you can't, like, I mean, even yeah, pull it yeah. off. It's all around her head. God, that, her hair, her oh okay. God, girl. Then Jamie, he tells Jamie to stand up. He wraps her wrist, and then he wraps her ankles. Now she can't walk. And then as they were leaving, he's pushing her out the door, Jamie, because that's who he was there for to begin with. Yeah. As he was leaving, the defendant stated he picked up the shotgun as they were walking out the door, aimed for Denise's head and pulled the trigger as he started to turn away. He stated that he aimed for the head because he knew headshots were the best way to kill a person. This guy is I, I swear to Jesus Christ, if this guy gets mental fucking insanity, no I'm going to go there my fucking self and shoot him yeah, in the face. No way he's no way that's going to happen, though. Who knows? I mean, he got kicked no. out of the military. Maybe he got kicked out for psychological reasons. There was so much blood, he actually slipped on the pool of it in the floor. Oh now, he tried to get Jamie to walk towards the front, towards his car, but then he realized that she was tied up by her ankles, so he actually had a carrier. He places her right by the the front door of the car, he pretty much throws her on the ground, then pops the trunk, and then picks her up and literally throws her down there. Now, I want to say they they made the state very aware of the planning that took place. And one of the planning was he, you know that little thing that cars have now? If you get locked in the trunk? Yeah. I have one. Yeah. It's like glow in the dark. Yeah, yeah. It's like a release. Yep, yep. He took that out. Yeah, that was out. He also took the dome lights out of his car. So they won't see him when he opens his car. So as far as planning, you know, this guy wow. did it. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was very meditated. Yeah. The defendant stated after he left the residence, he thought what was only 20 seconds of leaving the house before he yielded the three passing squad cars, the same ones Jamie heard mm. passing her, the same same car. Now, no hindsight, but fuck, man. Yeah. I bet that cop is like, if I would have fucking just went and checked it. At least she's alive. Yes, yeah, know, yeah. At least. No, I'm not. The, the, I'm, the whole FBI, child missing services, all that stuff, they did a fantastic job. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, yeah, I, that irks me but i i mean i would have probably did the same thing i mean you you have a job to do and that may not be related i mean they may need you at the house you know what i'm saying but anyway when asked what would you have done if he was stopped by the police that night he said 
he purposely put the, that pump-loaded shotgun in the passenger seat. And if a cop came up to his window, he would have shot him in the oh face. Oh, gosh. So. What a lovely human being. Yeah. He got her back to her house at 14166 South EO, EAU Claire Acres Circle Road in Gordon, Wisconsin. He removed Jamie from the trunk, drug her in the house, and into his bedroom. Cut off the tape. She said she was extremely scared, obviously. He stated that he kept Jamie in his house by creating a space under his bed. Did he assault her? Was this, Did he sexually assault her while I, he was capped? I was would capped? imagine, but I, I don't know. None of that. He didn't admit to any he, of that. He didn't say anything about that, huh. but... He did hit her a few times. I, I don't know. She didn't say anything about it. She didn't either. say anything. But yeah. And but, she I mean, just, victims sometimes don't. Yeah. Right now, she's with her family. And the detectives came out and said, yes, Jamie's alive. She's safe. Before we get into any of these things, she needs to be reunited with her family. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the best thing to do, too. Yeah. I this agree. is just from his side of the story. Okay. So. He created a space where she would stay under, sometimes up for 12 hours, a twin-sized bed that is two and a half feet off the ground. So, Jen, there's a bed two feet off the ground crawling under there for eight hours or 12 hours. No, I wouldn't fit. You'd have to shove me under there. <laughs> I probably wouldn't fit either. That's like uh, set, like the time yeah. that Stella was under my bed. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe you live. How do you live like that? What was it? Was it? On at least two occasions, Jamie tried to escape because he would hear like the barbells fall and stuff like that. And he would scream and hit the wall and just be a little pansy, you know. And one time she said he actually hit her really hard with like like some kind of pole. You know, so he was threatening her and said, you know, if you do this again, it's going to be worse kind of things. Mm -hmm. Um, at Christmas time, he stated he left the house and went to Superior, which I think is in Michigan. Superior, Michigan. Lake Superior? Or maybe it's in Wisconsin. I don't know. I don't know. To visit one of his grandparents, the defendant estimated he was gone for 12 hours. During that time, she was under the bed with no bathroom, no food, no water. When, once they searched his house, he had a diagram of the Kloss residence and everything else. And, I mean, there was a wow. lot of evidence. The defendant stated he basically assumed that he got away with killing James and Denise and kidnapping Jamie since he hadn't been caught for the first two weeks. He stated he learned the names of the two people. He didn't even know who James and Denise were until he watched the news. Like there was, He has no social media sites or whatsoever, so he only saw her getting off the school bus, huh. which is fucking That's- sick insane yeah did he have plans to kill her or to keep her do you know i no one knows yet in total they found 89 pieces of evidence at his home including the the shotgun um the boots the jacket the mask and the glow in the dark colored you know release lever Mm -hmm. okay now uh one article that came out so that that was the whole thing so the counts that he's charged for, first degree intentional homicide, first degree intentional homicide, excuse me, two counts of first degree intentional homicide, max punishment is life in prison. I'm mm-hmm. guessing Wisconsin doesn't have capital punishment. Count three, kidnapping, max 40 years. And count four, armed, armed burglary, 
max 15 years. Now, one last thing I want to talk about. I'll never see the light of day. No. Oh, no. God. I I hope not. And th- this guy better not fucking plead insanity because I, I don't know. I don't I, think he would have a case. No. Because of just how premeditated and yeah. meticulous this all was. I do want to point out that uh, something came out because they were like, all right, who is this guy? Like, no one can figure out who this guy is. Mm-hmm. No social media accounts. He didn't have a job. He was basically unemployed. No social media, which is not a bad. And listen, I don't have social media either. Right. Right. That That isn't. But I guess I'm like the minority. Yeah. But don't don't think that anyone that doesn't have social media is shady because, right. you know, I mean, I'm shady, but most people aren't. So, yeah. And he was just a guy that lived in that. He was a hermit. He never left the house. His neighbors didn't know who he was. The only reason his neighbor knew his name was because the mailbox. But that that was just basically that's wow. what's happened. I mean, the good thing is Jamie's home. Yeah, thank she, God she's, she's safe. alive. Yeah, she's honestly. safe. And there's another monster in a cage. I mean, like, <laughs> I don't know how to say this one way. Like, I'm so, so glad that she is alive. Uh, like, honestly, like, it's a miracle that that she yeah. she was found and that she's yeah. alive. But that poor girl. Yep. Yeah. She's only 13 years old and she had to watch her mother die and yeah. was abducted for almost three months. Yeah. Like, she, she's, she's like, yeah. the, I can't even imagine the trauma that she's that she's experience like experienced and what her you know mental health the state of her mental health is going to be for the rest of her life like that's not something that you forget you know what i mean ever and she had her parents taken away from her yeah in front of her yeah but she's but she's a freaking good for jesus what a fighter yeah yeah she i hope that she is resilient i hope that she you know, can lead somewhat of a normal life as normal as you can after something yeah. like that. Like I, I only wish her the best. And yeah, we all. And, I, and I hope that that bastard gets what's coming to him. Yeah, I mean, she's a. I mean, everyone says it, it's true. I mean, she's a hero. Yeah. She, yeah. she escaped, and not only that. Like I, I made such a big deal about. She went out into the winter is Wisconsin. Yeah. Without clothes, yeah. and not only without clothes, but she didn't know where she was. Yeah. She could have been on a mountain or something. She could have yeah, given up. Shit. She could have died up. in the snow. Yeah, and she went out there because she. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, they need to. They need yeah. this girl needs a medal. Yeah. You know, I mean, or more than that, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, anyway. Oh yeah. Yeah. Best of luck. Wow. Uh, so that's my Jamie wow. Claw story. Well, um, happy, sort of happy ending. Uh, yeah. Besides the, yeah. You know, I was. I mean, it's very happy ending for as happy her. As it can be. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, but wow. Anyway, wow. Thank you, John. Um, and thanks, guys, for listening to talk murder to me. Appreciate what you have and and stuff. Uh, I don't know. Like, I just that one's gonna stick with me for a little bit. So, thanks, guys. Someone needs to take care of this guy. Saying that. All you, Hopefully he rots all in you, jail for the rest of his life. All you got, all my prison penalty. prison guys that listen talk murder, I'm shouting you out. Okay. Oh Take this guy down. Babe. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't think we can say that. Yeah. I can say whatever I want. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> all right, sorry.
You guys, what? You, you, you're, you're not going to convince up. me, but it's like, all right, remember when I was like, Tom Cruise is the best actor of all time. And you're like, Tom Cruise is the best actor of all time. It's, it, and we're like, Tom it, if you flip it around, like, it sounds like you guys are like, the Beatles are the best band in the whole world. And I'm like, oh, okay. What the fuck? I told you to stop fucking picking at it. Please. I Like, I. Jen was yelling at me and I didn't know what else to do. I got. I wasn't yelling. You yeah. are the one that was yelling. <laughs> no, don't put. Oh. <gasps> no! Ow! Ow! You know it doesn't hurt. Ow! Ow! I just want you guys to come visit me at work. That's all. You but never. Can I? can I come visit you if I don't have yeah. a membership? Yeah, you, you don't, deliver. You don't need a card to walk in. Jen, you never ask. I'll come over here all the time. Guitar center right there. The what? Guitar center right there. Guitar center. Oh, in Somerville. The fact that. You yelled at me because I was familiar with the headline, but don't know anything about because, the story. Because Jen, I keep yelling at you because you watch true crime. I don't she watch true crime. She doesn't now. Stop. It was. It was. I knew the the Chris. I, I saw the headline of the Chris Watts case when we were doing that. So yeah, you didn't yell at Nicole. Now later, did I send you guys a picture of my flower in my office? Yes, we did get it. 